0: Hey, Josh. Hey, Nate. How are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's nice and warm over here in uh, Canada. You know, we do get summer up here. It's not snow all year round. And uh, yeah, the flowers are in the garden. You know, birds are in the air. We're uh, looking at getting a new house. So that's pretty exciting. Life is good. Nice. That
1: does sound pretty good. Um... Yeah. We were tinkering around with our audio this morning. So Mm. well, I was because I was a little more conscious of it lately. So hopefully this is better. I positioned the mic better. I have paid attention to where the bounce gains and whatever peak levels are while we were just talking before we started recording. So hopefully it's an improvement. I will never sound as good as Nate, I think,
0: with your deep resonance (laughs) due to your, I don't know. So a voice for radio, you know? Yeah. I also have a face for radio, but, you know, that's a different thing. (laughs) Yeah. All good. (laughs) How are things with you, Josh?
1: They're going good. They're going good. I've had a uh, very, yeah, very, I would say, a balance of productive and, I don't know, just good energy week, if that makes sense, like cross family and physically and mentally. And uh, I don't think it started that way like the yeah. first few days of the week, but yesterday was amazing. Um, today's also starting out to be amazing. So I don't know. Very excited. That's
0: great. It makes all the difference in the world when you're excited about work and doing things. Yeah. It was,
1: it was something is what's funny. Is it, it. It something hit me on uh it was Wednesday. We had a team meeting mm. and afterwards, like I have to drive the team meetings and, right. um, it's all hands. You know, we had like 17, 18 people and, there was an interesting dynamic change that happened. It was where, well, we've had, uh, we used to have like two kind of more senior um, women on the team okay, and they would go through kind of updates of certain areas of the business together and kind of just giving the company updates. And one of them was recently out on maternity leave. And uh, the other one uh, had moved on. Um, she was here for, I don't know, four plus years. And it was great that she had a chance to move on. So, and we're not talking about that one specifically, but she's fine. We're all good. She kind of does, still does some work for us, but just not as, um, not as synchronously um, and Mm -hmm. kind of part-time. But what's interesting is just like the change I noticed on that call. It was like, Mm. it was just different. It was a different vibe. There were more, it's not really like a. I don't even want to say it's like a uh, like a sexist thing or any 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 sort of um, male yeah. female, but it was just a different level of energy across yeah. the whole call. I don't know what it was.
0: So. Yeah, it, it can just be like different people too, right? Like I've had that before where you get one mm-hmm. uh, one kind of leader in the company speaks compared to like a new leader that comes in after them, um, and there can be a very different tone for sure.
1: Yeah, it's just nice to have that diversity in those types of calls to just mm-hmm. like. I don't know. I think it was, it's a different level of energy, a different vibe kind of going in. And I like that. I like that diversity of vibe and just like hearing from different people and different departments and different voices and different ways people speak. Like it just, it came across to personally, you know, monotone over, mm-hmm. over the course of the meeting. And, um, yeah but
0: that's that's totally something where like you you've you have this larger group of people right working on the same on the same problem essentially you know delivering referral rock to customers and like you have like almost a little social network there right where all these people kind of interact with each other in different ways and people have different takes on how things go and they respond to each other differently it's really like I think that's like one of the joys of working with other people, right. Is the, the different perspectives that people bring and the different um, strengths and things that people bring out too.
1: Yeah, I agree. And and what I feel like gets caught in this mix and I didn't mean it to start like a male, female type of thing, Mm. but there is an amount of diversity, right. And you hear all the things about, you know, diversity and inclusion and whatnot in companies and in life and in situations and all these things. And, I think they're a good thing. And, but uh, you know, you you also look on one side of like, there's a side of alignment that Mm. when you work with people, it could be a diverse group of people, but you're all like aligned on values or aligned on a certain direction. You're going for the company, whatever that might be.
0: Right. Totally. Um, Because otherwise you can't work together, right? You have to be pushing in the same direction.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's, interesting to kind of tease those things out because sometimes people hear diversity and they feel like, Oh my gosh, that means like I have to work with people that don't get me because that's Mm. a good thing. Eventually the whole is going to make greater than the sum of the parts because we're getting a lot of diversity of thought. And Mm. it's like, yeah, but you want to be, it's almost like you want to be directionally aligned, but like diverse within those things. So not, you don't get too much tunnel vision or you don't get too much, one person's point of view through one direction. Like there's a, there's like a yin and yang to that. Um,
0: Yeah, totally. And I think they're like the, I've heard it kind of described as like, um, uh, diversity is really good for creative thought and for, um, introducing new patterns, but being the same is really good for execution. If you already know what you're going to deliver and you just need to deliver it, then having a whole bunch of people that are very similar makes that very efficient. Um, Obviously, you don't want to be on either end of that spectrum, right? You don't want to have people who, um, you know, don't really care about the same things all trying to, you know, somehow pull in different directions, right? You're not going to get anything done, but you also don't want everybody to be the same. Otherwise, there's going to be no ingenuity or creativity going on. And um, yeah, I think that's, that's really a neat thing to think about, right? Like as you build your team and like who, how would you know whether someone would fit into your team? um well or would they not fit in well and how do you kind of tease that out yeah i feel like this gets into
1: all sorts of like levels of partnerships right so whether Mm -hmm. it's like a business partnership uh like if we were to work on a project together there's all kinds of resources time like like alignment that we have to have and i think where that would start is alignment on an idea and a business idea that you know you kind of don't have a partnership on anything until it i guess mm-hmm. surrounds like that that type of thing or or it's in marriage right or in uh companionship and friendships and different things there's like all kinds of ways where there is a common alignment like okay we're going to have a family and raise kids like that's an mm-hmm. alignment
0: <laughs> yeah and i think i think that's actually like a really good way of thinking about these different kinds of partnerships like if you're especially like i'm thinking of like leadership kind of people or like a like a a, a business partner like you're going to go on a joint venture kind of thing I really think a lot of the things that I've learned from dating and marriage, uh, really apply to those, you know, just things around like, um, how do you know if this person is like going to be good for you in terms of the dating side? And then, you know, what sort of things do you do to kind of maintain that relationship to make sure you don't, you know, go and start working against each other or like, you know, you start missing out on things that the other person is doing or something.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I've written funny enough like two two articles in this in this sphere. Uh, one was a really long time ago. It was hor- it was horrible. <laughs> I, I don't know if I even have it still published, but it was sort of like very early on in my entrepreneur career and it was the yeah. title was like uh sales is just like dating, you know, and it's like a yeah. com- <laughs> It was bad, but but you do think about that. It's like you do think about those the personal experience of dating because it's just like everyone is in Mm. that has had that at some i think in some shape or form in their lives and how they've approached it and there's this whole dance in the game of like not giving away too much
0: information but still like
1: Mm -hmm. you know
0: moving things along as well right Uh, yeah and i think just making sure that you're aligned about the important thing Right. And like taking time to, to figure out what that thing is and that like getting to know the other person too. Right. Like it's um, I think that's really important You that you take the time to, you know, um, figure out who this person is and what do they really stand for? And is that going to align? Is that going to work for uh, whatever partnership you have in mind? Right. Right.
1: Um, so, yeah, there's there's that the other article I wrote recently on the on my my sub stack was about like founder partner relationships, kind of in this mm. sphere of discussion, and it's it, it came out interesting because it was sort of I over the pat, you know, as a, as an entrepreneur um, that has had a little bit of success, often people will ask me, oh, like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this, or hey, I have this idea, but should I bring on a partner? It's a very mm. common question, or it's like you see you know infighting or you see friction among people, or you're talking to someone. And they're talking about going a direction. And then, of course, naturally, they're going to be like, Oh, but you know, my business partner doesn't really agree with this. So it's like, okay, mm. that's interesting. Right. <laughs> and so it kind of came from a bunch of angles to where I sat down and just, I started giving advice to people just off the cuff and sort of yeah. created this general article that I think outlines a lot of the concepts we've, we've sort of talked to about and also much in the context of uh, like a founder business relationship, but
0: right across all relationships
1: it transcends so
0: for sure so like what what maybe like for the listeners is uh some advice that you would give to someone who is you know they don't have their company they haven't they don't have a product but they are thinking about you know joining forces with somebody else uh to make a product at that early stage what what might you tell those people uh in terms of um how should they get a co-founder should they not what should they think about do you have any Um, thoughts on that area
1: I mean I don't know. I I think it depends. Like some I feel like some people approach it from a it's like you have to feel like what I feel like you have to figure out what is the most important thing first. Mm. Like what are you actually aligned on? Are you aligned on like we've talked about directional alignment? Are you going in the same direction? Sometimes Mm. people just want to go somewhere together, right? Like Mm. it's like, hey, Nate, you and I grew up together. We came from the same block. We like grew up to the same school and like we want to do something together. And then it's like an idea hunt for sure. the thing we want. We've already locked down that we have an idea and we want to, to do or sorry, we've already locked down our core priority is to build a business together. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. then uh we're trying to find ideas that we both like agree with, right? So that's like one yeah. technique that often people see, right?
0: Yeah. And that's, that's really interesting. Cause I guess like that would work well in terms of the people wanting this to work and like the two partners wanting it to work and like being willing to work out personal differences. But I wonder if you'd run into trouble, maybe more on the side of like what each person's bringing to the table. Like, do you have diversity of skill um, to be able to actually execute on that? Or do you have both the same skills and you're going to be, you know, stepping on each other's toes or does one person, Maybe not very capable. And so, how do you deal with that?
1: Yeah, no, that, and I think that's the big challenge in that type of relationship. If it starts out as a partnership and then mm-hmm. we're hunting for an idea, you end up with like harder conversations on those other things to address. And there might be a lot of hurt feelings. There might mm-hmm. be a lot of like misalignment in those types of things. If that's, and you try to get to those sooner rather than later. Right. So, it's even like, Okay, you know, step one, do we have an idea that we both agree with? Step two, like what is who's contributing what? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully you've heard enough about like don't just do a 50-50 relationship and like assume it all get worked out and don't put any paperwork together, because again, yeah. that's like the tried and true first way to like break up a, a thing. <laughs> and, and I'm sure it can probably work, but you're really protecting both of yourselves and and when it doesn't work
0: yeah yeah for sure and i think especially in those early days it can be really easy to get excited with the you know the prospect of this business or whatever and you know not think through a lot of those things and that's you know really going to set you up for problems later because you know nobody cares when there's no money on the table but you wait until something happens uh like there's either a windfall or a big debt and then what right um that starts to become a big problem
1: Right. So, like, so you already know you are at least in steps one and two, you are like, hey, we think we work well together. Cool. Mm. Check mark. Now we have an idea that we want to work on together. Check mark two. And then the third one is like, okay, how are we actually going to move these things forward? What does it look like? And sure. trying to have those harder conversations. That probably can get clear of a lot of hurdles if you start there.
0: Yeah. So I guess what about like, that's kind of the early stage person. What, what do you think about like people who are a little bit farther along where they've got something that's working, um, but they feel like they just can't, like they can't do it all on their own. Uh, They feel like Mm -hmm. they need someone to kind of come with them on the journey, either they're lonely or, um, you know, they just don't have the bandwidth to be able to do everything. Um, Do you have any thoughts on like someone in that stage? Uh, Any special things that they might need to think about?
1: Yeah, I think that's like the, the you know, we talked about the primary reason people come together, you know, in, in one example. Mm. But this is probably that other example where a person starts out with an idea, starts out with a business and starts to go down the road and realize maybe they're ill-equipped to sure. handle all the things that requires a business. Like the, the breadth that is of skills necessary to run a business is Pretty wide, uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. I would say, you know, there's always exceptions for someone that builds an app that has a viral loop and is marketing and product all in once, and all they have to worry about is product. Like eh, the built, okay, the guys. Yes, yes. Uh, but there's a, uh, but but the other side is like, okay, most people are gonna need help. Most people are gonna need to do some sort of sales or marketing. Some people are gonna need to do operations or like have extreme attention to detail to run actually make sure all the paperwork is signed, make sure contracts get paid, make sure like have more of a, a type A personality and or you have a creative personality. You have all these different variants and you might start out and have something that's kind of the fire starter that gets you started down the road and but figure out you need like fuel in other areas.
0: Yeah. So I guess that kind of gets me thinking you're talking about, um, you know, kind of giving expertise in certain areas uh, and that sort of thing. Um, I I wonder if there is maybe like a difference between someone that comes on as a, you know, maybe a salary position as uh, not so much a partner, but maybe more an employee that's going to fulfill some of those things. And that's, I think, like a lower risk partnership. And then having someone who is like a, you know, we are, we are like, you know, equals kind of mm-hmm. partner uh, or mm-hmm. at least very close to equals. Um, I wonder like how you think like that might be different from those two different kind of people or if there's some um, sort of continuum there.
1: I mean, I think there is, it's a continuum in my mind. All of it is about resources and risk, right? So mm-hmm. like the earlier on you are, if you're haven't taken many steps down that path it's still very early the idea isn't formed yet maybe you don't have ways you're getting customers or it's just like okay i've coded for a week on it <laughs> or mm. a month um those are still all very much like early days right but yep. if there are but each step along the road for this business does start to de-risk some things whether it's revenue coming in so can people take salaries am i going to have to like Give up time and not get any money exchange for it. Right. So I think, I think you're right in it being a continuum, but thinking about the steps from the beginning all the way to where those things are. And the challenging part is when you're first starting out, you don't really know how many steps there are. So it's sort of like, I've been working for three months on this. This is like, Uh, I'm like halfway through making a million dollar company. And you're like, "Mm, you may not be. You may only be like, two percent right so yeah so that's where like vesting and all that stuff i think comes into play but right. further down the road for employees like an employee joining a company that is already profitable and can pay salaries that's a much different thing yeah. and that's where the sliding scale goes right pretty much the other way
0: um, right and I, i'm even thinking though also of like alignment and like um personality and some of those things as well mm-hmm. like i wonder if um, someone who is more of a salary type position, like, um, maybe they are a, a leader of sorts, but not a, you know, higher up leader, I guess. I, I wonder if that would allow you to like, they, they need to be aligned on certain things. Like there's certain non-starters right. that just have to be alignment. Um, but you know, maybe they don't have to completely agree with your, uh, marketing method if they are working in the engineering department. Um, sure. Right. Whereas your director of engineering, you might have a little bit more um, requirements that you know they need to align on um, a larger uh, number of things for it to work out.
1: Yeah, and I think it later on you start to as a, as we talked about the wide breadth of skills, you start to section off different skill sets in different areas. So yeah, they don't the I think it's important to be value aligned, right? If you, even Mm -hmm. if you're an engineer and you don't agree with the, if you have strong feelings about certain marketing practices, like Mm -hmm. uh, let's say it's like literal telemarketing and cold calling. And you're like, (laughs) I just, that just feels gross to me. I don't want to even be associated with a company that that is the way to get business. Right. So there's like, sure. Could be a value disconnect, but that's an extreme example. But for the most part, you know, most engineers coming on. And if you're, let's say joined me as a tech lead on something mm-hmm. like um, you probably want to know like, well, what is job value? How does he think yeah. about marketing and you may like like to contribute, but you also know you're, that's not your responsibility, but there's still like an element of uh, understanding of how we do those things. Right.
0: Right. And I guess I'm thinking more into the sense that like, if we're as like a leader or um, like, a, especially as someone who's like a director level, they're, they're mm-hmm. more, um, somebody that is steering a large group of people—they're they're really organizing things—and so you really need them to be aligned well with a yes. lot more areas of your business in order for them to be effective. Um, whereas somebody that's maybe farther down the totem pole um, is able to have more flexibility in that, where you know they they never talk to the marketing people, anyways, and so it's okay if they um, have some different thoughts as long as they're you know comfortable with with still working. At your company and those sorts of things, I don't know if I'm maybe making I, this the totem pole because, part.
1: I'm not sure yeah. which direction you went
0: on that one. So, but but let, I mean, let, like let me if you have with, like a te- if you have a te- if you have like a tech lead,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, like a team lead versus a director, right? If the team lead um, has some different ideas about things, but is willing to you know go along with the flow, then that's probably mm-hmm. okay. But yeah. your director needs to be totally on board. Um, with most areas of your business, in order for that to work, Uh yeah. So, so, so kind of
1: as you go up the stack in terms of major decision making, those those mm-hmm. need to be tighter aligned. I would hope so. Um, and um, is that is that what you yes. you're saying? Okay, just yes. make sure you're not that, saying the opposite, which is fine too.
0: Okay. Yeah, you 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 spoke it much better than I I did.
1: Um uh, yeah. so, But w- well, one thing that's interesting in that regard is like still bringing someone on later there are let's say you know we had uh multiple like team leads and developers and whatnot but we are bringing on a director like the challenge of that is you do have moving parts already so you finding a person that's going to slot into one that agrees with other strategic leadership in the direction um Mm -hmm. in addition to uh them being able to get along with the team because you don't want to bring on a director and now all of a sudden like and all the team leads are to leave right hey you a great alignment with the ceo <laughs> but they they uh you know are are not in alignment with any of the team that is already there that built the ship and is maintaining the ship and whatnot right. so trying to find that and trying to get that level of like i would say like collaborative thought and alignment is is challenging mm-hmm. and that's why i think interviews for those upper levels oftentimes got, you know, a 10, a 10 meeting process and a project and like meet the team and get to a final interview and you still may not get the job. It's hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's where you have to be so careful, right. To make a good choice in those things. And even, I, I think that's also probably where, um, someone who is higher in the company also needs to have a lot more, you know, humility and openness to be willing to, um, you know, maybe soften, the the differences, even if there is differences of opinion, that at least it's more soft and more uh, people are able to to go along with that easier when uh, their leader is you know listening to them, even if they disagree. Right.
1: Yeah, I've been recruiting lately for head of marketing, so that's someone that's going to mm-hmm. work with me. We yeah. already have a running ship with things. There's a certain amount of values, but interestingly enough, I know maybe our audience is not as as necessarily marketing savvy, but What's interesting that I've come across as I've talked to a lot of marketers, uh, and interviewed a lot of them and it's, it's people come with different values and philosophies, um, and trying to find that alignment is, is really important. Uh, but one of the things that isn't thought of is like, oh, they're a marketer, right? So everyone would be like, oh, well they can market. And it's like, that's Mm -hmm. also just saying like you're a developer, but right what's your stack, right? You have all these other things you're coming in. It's like for developers, yeah. we are looking for people with.net experience. So like we're also recruiting for some developers and I, and not even.net experience, but like really we're, we're, we're in, in bed with Microsoft in terms of Azure and all these other things. So yeah. I get someone on a, that applies said, Hey, I'm a full stack developer and I also do um, you know, but I work with PHP and all these other things. It's like, I, it's not, to say you can't code at all and not to say you're not a full stack developer is just, you're going to, you're probably not going to enjoy, like you're going to take, you know, six months a year to just catch up and be able to really contribute and own mm-hmm. some things. Um, so it's and similar you- with marketers as well.
0: Yeah. And you'll have to code in .net. like, Oh, Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, I, we talked a bit about like, you know, bringing new people in, um, but I guess the one more area too is kind of once you are already um, partnered up with someone or maybe you have like a leader in your company um, I think there probably are things that you need to do to kind of maintain that relationship and also maintain um, communication so that, you know, things don't go off the rails. Um, and I'm wondering if you have any experience or kind of thoughts in that area. Uh
1: Constant communication <laughs> uh
0: not not to the point of like hey
1: we're we're like you know live talking necessarily oh, every day yeah. um i think I think, as you progress with just about any relationship, just probably I'm sure like you know with your your spouse and whatnot is there's probably a level of at least a daily and maybe a weekly check in of things of like, hey, how are things going? are we rowing in the right direction or uh, you know, is one person working more on things than others? Can someone so help each other out? Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a, a level of check in and alignment again to make sure you're swimming or walking in the right direction. Um, but those are things I think that are easy to forget about, and everyone just wants to assume like, hey, you know what I know, and mm-hmm. these are all the right decisions, or hey, I don't want you to to question my decisions over here. Like, so yep. making sure there's clear lines and divisions. So however long that takes to get you there and Mm -hmm. then to have hopefully a ritual like cycle of of repetitiveness that that keeps that keeps it on track right sometimes it may require like a hey a big come to jesus type of moment of Mm -hmm. like where are we aligned are we not we keep having a lot of friction probably because there's a big rock you know in the Mm -hmm. way
0: yeah no i think that's like so important and like it's so easy to forget that stuff right like it just, it just leads to, you know, you wonder what the other person does and that can cause, you know, uh, mistrust and things like that. Or, yeah, you go in the other direction, right? Um, and I think that's true in so many different relationships. And I know it's easy to forget that stuff. Like, I know even in my marriage, like, we have a weekly meeting just to make sure that we're on top of things. Um, and if we didn't have that weekly meeting, there's so many things we would, like, not think about or things that would get unspoken, Um that go on unspoken and just cause problems later. Um, so, I guess it, you probably have to, you know, use some discretion in terms of how frequently that that happens. Um, sure. But I know, like like weekly meetings seem to be really helpful for me uh, with the people that I work with. Um, some people are really good at communicating; they're able to say upfront exactly what they want, and you can go for a month without talking to them, and it's not a problem. Um, but I think on the most for most people, I think it's like a, a weekly or uh, like a biweekly kind of thing. Right
1: right, and even to get in there it probably took some amount of work to and trust right like the work mm-hmm. you did with a person so that you're only checking in once a month, you have a lot of trust that that person is not gonna diverge the path that you 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 yes. all might have thought about or agreed upon
0: right and that's where we had to like for that those one month type things it was very much about having um, a really high degree of clarity in terms of what was expected and what would be be happening and also a way to measure that too. Um, so that it's, you know, there's no wondering it's, you know, you're very clear on what's happening. Um, and I think especially as things get more fuzzy, I think that gets harder, right? You know, I'm going to work on marketing Well, it's like, well, what does that mean? Well, there's like, Mm -hmm. you know, 50 different ways. And so if I talk to you once a week and you're telling me about all these cool things you're doing, I'm like, sweet, Josh is killing it on marketing. But, um, if I don't talk to Josh for like a month and I'm like, Hey, where's the leads? And it's like, well, what's Josh doing? You know, I don't trust him anymore. And so, right. um, Yeah. I think that's really, really the difference. Yeah. Otherwise I could have been telling you the whole time that I'm
1: watching GSC and watching the (laughs) impressions go up, but uh, some of the things are slowly working, but the leads aren't quite there yet. At least you'd have the story and understand that I was actually doing something.
0: (laughs) That hits really close to home. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just as
1: a yeah, just to not make it a total inside joke, Nate, you know, a lot of his the work you've been doing in SEO, you are every week looking, probably more than every week, right? Right? Almost every oh, day, like daily, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Checking his yeah. SEO stats. <laughs> and I've been I put so much work in and there was very few results to start and uh, and then a lot of irrelevant results as well to kind of weed out and I bursted your bubble when I said, just look at us traffic and you're like, "No." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sometimes I just look at the other numbers just to make me feel better. That's good. That's good.
1: So you need that too. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the, what's interesting is, you know, you were asking about, uh, keeping alignment and whatnot. And sometimes you don't know. Right. So Mm. that's why I think initially, and this was my best attempt at helping people, and I don't know yeah. how many actually looked at it, but I wrote that, like I said, this this article on partnerships and questions you could ask. And you could probably look at it in a lens and look at it from a any type of partnership, but like, okay, cool. You two are going to start something together. Now let's try to figure out that that step three. Do, are you... What are the resources? How is that stuff going to be divided? All those types of things. So mm-hmm. there's a list of questions there. We can link to it in the show notes. Uh, just sort of a, a lot of these related thoughts to this area,
0: at least from a business partnership perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And if I can just add one thing, I think that um, the, when you're already a partner with somebody and there's uh, sometimes there, there will be a miscommunication at some point or uh, mm-hmm. a wondering of what's going on and just, you know, if you're in the situation where you're wondering about somebody, um, or, um, like you're uncertain that they're the best fit, like just talk to them and have that conversation fast because like, right, and not fast as in get it done, but fast as in like, don't wait, like it's just going to get worse. Um, you might as well just, you know, bite the bullet, talk, whatever you have to talk out and get it done.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause you'd rather know sooner than later if there's a divergent thing otherwise it's just gonna be harder and harder to have that conversation exactly so and sometimes i get it you sometimes you may not know what it is like sometimes you just have stress and frustration and you might not be Mm -hmm. able to even pinpoint it so like it doesn't mean just like blattering out the stuff like and it may because it may not be about the person may just be about yourself but there's a when you have clarity around it and can speak clearly and Hopefully, not emotionally about it, right? Um, <laughs> in a way yeah. that that a person can be receptive of those things, and it starts out with your, "Hey, here are my observations. Here's what I'm seeing from that point of view." If you're saying the word like "you" in it, it's probably not going to be a great start.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, good stuff. You have any, other, are, any other marriage thoughts and partnership you... advice? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to which our spouses are probably going to listen to this and then be like, "Nope, that's wrong."
0: <laughs> there's not, there's not a chance my spouse will make it to 30 minutes in this podcast. I don't, I don't think Audrey will listen
1: to this either. So
0: nice. Cool. All right. Um,
1: yeah. Anything else for today?
0: That's it for me. Anything from you?
1: No, I think, I think this is a good one. Hopefully, uh, it's a little on the softer side, less business tactics, but there's some applied things. So hopefully our audience will get something out of it, but.
0: This stuff is more important than business tactics. True, true. These are life tactics, yo. (laughs) Yo, yo. All right,
1: see you, Josh. Bye, Nate.
0: Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we're on Twitter. I'm at NateBosher, and Josh is at JLogic. If you're a new listener, uh, check out some of our most popular episodes, episode 52 seven years to 22 MRR and zombie startups or episode 30 review sites are a necessary evil and hacks to get around them. Thanks again.